The following story has been brought to you by storiestoinspire.org. So I'm going to share with you a story which is, I think is a great story. It's not one of the stories that are like, and then they were, you know, falling off the airplane and they fell back on. <laughs> Never heard a story like that, but it's not one of those. But it's still, I think it's a great, you know, I'll let you judge. Not me too harshly, but please, listen to the story. As we speaketh, Israeleth is now decided because of this new variant known as phylacteries <laughs> that every Jewish man from the age of 13 must put something on every day to save themselves. Anyway, so because of this new you know, we have God, as we know, the omnipotent, and we know He's omnipresent, and we know that He created Omicron. And so now, there's a new rule in Israel. If you have an Israeli passport, you're not allowed to leave Israel. Even if you have an American passport, it is considered that you have an, you're Israeli and you happen to have an American passport. I'm not sure how it's legal, don't ask me. But we don't, you know, we don't ask questions. We just, we do what we got to do. We got to do it. Night. Okay, so I've got a problem. How'd I get here? How's he going back? How am I going back? <laughs> now I feel like Cotton Eye Joe. <laughs> Seventh inning stretch, anyway. So anyway, how am I going to get there? I'm getting back. Like, what's going to be, right? Comes with the Tova. When was the law? When did the law come into effect? We're now on Thursday. This came into effect on Tuesday night at midnight. Tuesday night at midnight it came into effect. Now, I am supposed to be in Brooklyn on Sunday. So because I have that, I'm coming in. All right, to get there on Sunday, I have to leave Saturday night. It's a little bit challenging, so I'll come for Shabbat. <laughs> All right, so when am I going to leave? I'm going to leave on Thursday night. Thursday night, is, I'm, I'm talking about before they made the rules. That's when you go. You leave on Thursday night, 11 o'clock, 12 o'clock, 1 o'clock in the morning, whatever. And come, coming to America. And I come to America at 6 o'clock in the morning. You would go JFK. And if you take Newark, you end up 4 in the morning. Whatever. It depends what, what you do. United, Delta, allow. So, general standard protocol for me is I'm going to come in. I'll, I'll get there in the morning, and that'll be great. I'll leave on Thursday night. I'll get there Friday morning. The problem is that they put this new law into effect. I can't leave anymore. I have an Israeli passport. I'm stuck. What am I going to do? I can't go. So maybe I'll cancel it. Maybe this, maybe that. And, and, and if you go, maybe you can't come back. And if you come back, then you have to go to a Corona hotel. Living it up at the hotel, Corona. <laughs> it's beautiful. You get shots all day. And you just, now they give you pills with it. It's whatever you want. Fine. So I'm like, okay, what am I going to do? So either I cancel the trip, I don't go. Or I go a couple days later, I'll go before Tuesday at 12 o'clock, midnight. I'll go, I'll go before midnight. Okay, so in the end, this is what ends up happening. I go before midnight. I set up a flight. I'm going to take a flight. The only problem is the flight is packed. There's no room. There's one seat left. In first class or business, it's called Polaris on United. And you could have it for the grand price of $3,000. A 
Okay, so, uh, you know, I, I know you look at me and you think, of course. I know, thank you. You think, of course, this guy does not belong on a plane or near any people, but... I don't know, $3,000, forget about it. You know, I'm not even Italian, but I became, forget about it. It's not happening. I don't have $3,000 to spend on that. Okay, so I made a few phone calls. Translation, my wife took care of everything. But I made a few phone calls. They were all to my wife asking, did you find something out yet? And she ends up finding out there's a flight that's leaving after midnight that's flying to Chicago and then from Chicago to Newark. Only problem is going after midnight, but don't worry, because United understands the rule. So they're moving it back five minutes to 11.55 so that they can get it in time. Anybody ever been on a plane before and they actually took off the moment they said they're going to take off? Never. There's always five minutes that it's, you're going to mess up. So, and you know what happens in Israel? Like, if this is the law, you know? I do not care, lo mishaneh, this is the law. It doesn't make any sense. Lo mishaneh, ma zeh, kol ha-shailot. Zeh achok. Zeh achok. So imagine, I, could, I, was, I was picturing the scene. They're about to take off, you know, engines on. 11.59, 12 o'clock, and all of a sudden, you see like <laughs> Mossad, the shin bed, like there's like, they storm the plane, you see like Darth Vader, dun, 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 dun. everybody comes out of everywhere to like attack, stop the plane because it's 12.01, now everything's contagious, you know, like, you know, right now. It's like, what's going to be? All right. So I'm like, I really don't want to get on that flight. <clears throat> but I'm stuck. It's the only flight I can get on. So I take it. Get on that flight. They're going to take off 11.55. I decide to go to the airport early. And when I go to the airport early, I'll be able to maybe jump onto that plane. Security caught me jumping on. It was a whole thing. I thought I could pull that little, what's that guy, you know, on the side of the plane? Is it Mission Impossible? Whatever. I think I could do it, you know. Didn't end well. So anyway, I thought I'll be able to get onto that plane. I get to the thing early, I get to the Del Pac, I don't know how to say it, the counter, I get to the counter. When I get to the counter, which now sounds like a kitchen, but when I got to, well, it's now definitely sounds like a kitchen, right, now you're thinking. But I get to uh, the, the place where you, they check you in, and, um, I mean, that would be awkward, when you, when you check in. And I, and I say, is there any room on the flight, the one that's going at 11 o'clock, instead of the one that's going at 11.55? They said, no, no, totally full. I'm like, okay, so what can I do? But then when you get through that, and you're totally ready to go to the gate to board. I was, my flight, I think, was G8, and the other one was G9. I know you're thinking, like a G6, but I, I, I couldn't afford it. That was a jet. You know what I'm saying? It's too expensive. So there was a jet there. Anyway, so I go ahead. I'm sitting there. I'm waiting. And I see them boarding that plane. And I hear them like, final boarding, final boarding for the flight to Newark. So I went over to the counter. And I said... You know, maybe, do you have a standby? Like, maybe I can get onto this flight? So they go, what do you mean, get onto the flight? So it's like, well, is there room on the flight? They said, yeah, there's a few seats. I was like, those big? <laughs> Everyone goes, little. I'm like, those big, you know? What do you mean? There's, yeah, there's room. I said, okay. Now, mind you, you have to understand, I'm, I'm wearing a mask, we're in the airport, this is, this is what you see. You understand? Yeah, I could look dangerous. And I get out there with my black hat, my tzitzis, and I was ready to roll. 
I said, let me, let me get on. They said, yes, yeah, sorry, you, you can't just go on. I said, why? They said, well, do you have any bags? Like, checked in. I'm like, no. <coughs> Checkmate. <laughs> like, no, I don't have any bags. I have, like, my carry-on. And this young woman, really nice, and she really was being very sweet. And she says to me, in order, in order to do that, like, you have, to, you have to go through security. I said, I went through security. He said, no, you have to go through security, like, uh, for this fight. I said, it's the same people. You know, like, what, like, what does he think? Like, you're going to come. Okay, are you on the flight? Yes. Uh, no. Okay, no. Are you on the flight? Still. Still, yes. Okay, fine. So what am I going to do? So they go ahead and they said, I'm like, so can you call security? I said, no, it's too late. They're all the way back there. And then she says, okay, I'll ask the uh, person next to me. This girl's probably in her 30s. This other woman's probably... 50s or so, went over to the 50 or so woman who was like the supervisor, supervisor, and said, you know, and has a little conversation, and then I see the dreaded, like, you know, it's not going to happen. I said, okay, listen, I'm like, listen, you'll be saving me like five hours. Like, hey, I don't have to wait till that, and then I don't have to fly to Chicago, and whatever it takes off late, and whatever I miss the Chicago thing, what, uh, you know, it's such a favor, because just, maybe we could do it. And I wasn't even, I wasn't, there was no yelling, there was no screaming, I was... I even spoke in English. I just went straight up English. I didn't even do like the Hebrew thing, like Shalom, after Ulai, Lazar, OC. You know, I didn't do any of that. Like, I just went straight up with English. And they're like, I'm so sorry, I can't do it. I'm like, okay, you know, okay. I thought of the Gemara, Nachomish Gamzu. I thought of Gamzu Latova. I said, Gamzu Latova. And you know what? Hashem can do whatever he wants. And if he wants it to change, it'll change. If he doesn't want to change, it won't change. It is what it is. And it's not like the, the worst thing in the world. I'll take the other flight, hopefully. Some other guy starts talking, you trying to get on a plane? I'm also trying to get on a plane. I'm like, do you have a bag underneath? He's like, oh, yeah, I do. Oh, forget it, right? And as he said that, this is 30 seconds after they told me no, the woman behind the counter says, excuse me. I said, yeah. She goes, I'm, I'm trying to get you on. I'm trying to get you on the plane. I said, huh? When do you ever have in Israel where they call you back and say, I'd like to help you. How can I help you? It was like, I was like, it didn't register. I was like, you want to kick me? She says, no, no, I want to help you. I said, what, what do you want to help me? So I want to get you on the plane. I said, oh. She goes, yeah. I remember you. I know you. And now I'm like, what is going on? What is going on here? How does she know me? You know, how does she know who I am? And she goes, yeah, I know you. And I'm thinking, okay, like, uh, what? Because I don't know who she is. And I'm looking at her, I'm thinking, like, I don't even know, like, why would you, something weird is going on here. So she goes, yeah, where do you know me from? And she says, I used to come to your classes in Aisha Torah. I was like, what? Israeli, seemingly Israeli, seemingly secular, seemingly girl. I'm not judging anything. At this stage, I don't know what's happening. There's a lot of seemingly's. Why would you have come, like, come to my class and whatever? It don't make sense. It, girls can't come to these classes. This particular can can. They used to have these classes called essentials. It was open. Anybody can come in. I said, so why? Why would this? But why would an Israeli be there? It's in English. I don't know, like, what's going on. And she goes, Yeah. I said, When? 
She goes, in 2008, 13 years ago, one mask, a partridge, and wrong thing to say there now. And what happens over here? Unbelievable. I couldn't, I was like, wow, thank you. Fast forward, I just let her do her work. She did it. She says, yeah, but the other one says, yeah, you're going to have to now sit in a, in a middle seat, though. I said, okay, I'll, you know, fine. You know, I'll, I'll take it. I want to get it, right? And then 30 seconds later, you know what? We'll, we'll work it out. We'll get you an aisle seat. Oh. I was like, whoa, I flew the plane. <laughs> Wouldn't that be amazing? I wish that was true. Anyway, so I go ahead, an aisle seat, I flew it, you know, from the aisle. Anyway, so what happens is I end up and I said to her, What's your name? What what's your name? And I would say, but I'm a little, you know, in case somebody's watching. Nobody really watches my classes anyway. I said, What's what's your name? And she said her name. And it sounds like a woman's name also. So again, in judgment. She says her name. I said, Oh my goodness. Bam! It all came back. I said, I know you. And she says, You do? And I can't say how, what I said, but I said a few different things that it was very clear that I knew she was. I knew her, and I said, I didn't even tell her, you don't, it's not true, it's not from H that you know me. She knows me from another place. She knows me from Neve. She was in Neve. She was also in H, but that's where she actually first met me. She just doesn't realize that. I knew about her family life. I knew everything. It was unbelievable. And I went on the plane, but I thought to myself, how incredible is it that it was closed? I'm not getting on this flight. It's not happening. It's over. I spoke to one. I spoke to two. I spoke to, and then, then the security guy came over because he, he, they called him from the other whatever to come. He comes over. He's like, I'm like, okay. He's like, do you speak English? I said, I do. He said, Ivrit. I said, okay. He said, he said, I said, okay, we can do that. He said, Ivrit. I said, the say there are You know. And then, and then he says, ask me, like, where are you going? I'm like, I'm going to France. Like, the plane's going to Newark. Where do you think I'm going? You know, I didn't say that. No way. It was in my head, though, you know, but I didn't do that. I was like, yes, sir, sir, yes, sir, you know. I told him where I'm going, and that's fine. And I got on the plane, and I made the flight, and I was thinking, what a crazy thing that it was closed. It was signed and sealed. I'm not getting on this plane. And then, bam, the whole thing flips around in a moment. And she says, you're getting on. I remember you. Think of the odds of me being there the night that she's working there, that she should remember me and see, and I guess, I don't know, maybe people, is there an eye mode on tour anytime? Do you just watch eyes? How does this work, you know? Like, do you want to watch this? Do you want to listen to this? Or do you want eye mode, you know? <laughs> it's going to be a thing now. Eye mode, you know? So, so fine. And you able to pick that out? And yet it ended up happening. It's an incredible, incredible concept. So just think about it. In our lives, it's there. The Yeshua's are all over the place. The sad part of the story is that I was shocked. That's the sad part. Because a moment before, I thought to myself, Hashem could do anything. And then he did it. And I was like, oh my gosh. And Hashem's like, yes, it is. It is your gosh. <laughs> Enjoyed this story? Come again. Bring a friend. Stories to inspire.org.